eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I wanted to talk about trades well first let me talk about some big money contracts and then i can start talking about trades did you hear about what happened last week where tony romo of cbs there's a bidding war that went on between cbs and espn for tony romo's services as analyst for espn it would be for monday night football and for CBS, it's the 325 spot that he does with Jim Nance. Tony's done a great job. Antonio. Antonio Ramiro Romo has done a great job of, of making that transition between being a smart athlete and a smart athlete with a microphone in his face. So much so that he's become a, an extremely valuable commodity. How valuable, you might ask? Well... With his new contract with CBS, he's going to make more money than he made as a football player. And not just a football player. There's a bunch of guys that played in the league, played for the minimum, that they might be making more money as a broadcaster. My buddy Anthony Heron is probably making more money now than when he was playing in the NFL. Consistently. He doesn't have to worry about making rosters, like all that stuff. This is a quarterback. They're a whole different level. They're the 1% of the football world. They make crazy money. Tony Romo made crazy money when he was in the NFL. And it pales in comparison to what he is going to make working for CBS. That is crazy. The fact that he could put himself on the line as a football player for years and years and years and make a good living wage. I mean, he made a ton of, he made what, $128 million? Somewhere around there. I I got it right here. Courtesy of Spotrack, which is a great place if you want to learn about like salary and contract breakdowns. Tony Romo in his career made $127 million over his career. 
outside of 2007, when he got a big signing bonus from the Cowboys, you start looking at some of these years. You got a big one in 2013, too. 2013, he had a $25 million signing bonus. So that's a lot of money to stack up if you're Tony Romo. You get $127 million for 14 seasons of work in the NFL. Now, if reports are true, Tony Romo signed a 10-year deal with CBS worth close to $18 million per year. That math is pretty easy. I can do it in my head. 18 million times 10 is $180 million. Tony Romo, over the next 10 years, is going to get paid $180 million to talk about football. As you can imagine, with voting on the new collective bargaining agreement going on right now with your favorite NFL players and their players' representatives, there were a lot of players who were mad about this. And were like, wait a minute, the guy talking about football is making $18 million a year? The guy talking about it. On Sundays. But I'm making the the veteran minimum of $990,000. Wow. This game is making a whole lot of money. And is that money being distributed in a proper way? These are excellent questions. Ones that the players should have asked their player reps about. It's going to be fascinating to see how that vote goes. The owners were pretty slick, man. They were slick in the way that they put it together. And they said, look, we're going to try to get the guys at the lower end of the pay scale. We're going to give them a bump in salary. That'll carry the vote through because all they need is 50 plus one. 50% of the vote plus one to pass the CBA. And the rich people in the NFL are like, don't sign that thing. It's not good for all of us. And the people were like, well, it's going to be good for me because I'm only playing for three years, Tom Brady. Tom didn't even really say anything, I don't think. J.J. Watt. It's good for me, Russell Wilson. So I'm going to sign this deal. Anyway, back to Tony Romo. So there was a bidding war that went on. ESPN wanted Tony Romo to be the Monday Night Football analyst, even though they have one in Booger McFarlane. They were going to push him aside. And now ESPN is like, well, maybe we need to think even bigger. And now that the money is what the money is, it might open the door to getting other people involved, like Peyton Manning. So according to Andrew Marshan, who covers media, he does a really great job of covering media for the New York Post. According to Andrew... They are now trying to get Al Michaels, who Al Michaels has two years left on his contract at NBC. They're trying to get NBC to trade them Al Michaels to replace Joe Tessitore, who as it stands right now, is the play-by-play guy for Monday Night Football. And then Al Michaels will apparently be able to secure Peyton Manning for upwards of 20 to $22 million a year to be an analyst. Peyton Manning's done a really great job on his Peyton's Places show that he does for, for ESPN+. Plus. Obviously, he's great at breaking stuff down. I think that if you, if you look at 
his approach, whether it's him doing Saturday Night Live or him doing commercials, he's got a lot of charisma. And then you add in all the football acumen, it has the makings for an incredible analyst. What I didn't know, I mean, I guess I kind of knew this, is that you could trade for broadcasters. I'm sitting here looking at my contract right now. Can I be traded? Should I start demanding a trade from the score? More on that in a minute. Al Michaels has actually been traded once before. There was a piece of animation. There was a character that Disney got back in a trade for Al Michaels that they wanted the trademark on and to use. So it's not unprecedented. It's just bizarre. But we are talking about high-stakes broadcasting now where the, the football contracts themselves are up for negotiation, which is part of the reason that the owners want to get this CBA thing cleared up so they can move on to the money and get the money from NBC, CBS, Fox Sports, ESPN, uh, Amazon, and whoever else wants Verizon, and whoever else wants to jump into the pool to spin the dough. But Al Michaels could legitimately be traded. Now, NBC has said they're not trading them. They're not doing that. I don't know if ESPN offered the right package. Maybe they had to offer a Scott Van Pelt or a Katie Nolan. I didn't know that we were going to be doing fantasy stuff with people who talk about fantasy stuff. So let me let me start thinking now. Like, where should I demand a trade to? Hmm. Well, what if I demanded a trade? Do I have first of all, do I have any leverage? I am in the last year of my contract, full disclosure, at the score. I'm in the last year of my contract. Can I force a trade? There's no trade deadline. My my contract year started on March 1st. So could I demand a trade? Like, let me start just thinking about the cities that I'd want to go to. I'd live in I'd live in Phoenix. You know how I feel about the desert. I live in Phoenix. Do we have a sister station there? These are things I got to figure out. Me and my agent got to talk about. I know that we have a sister station in Miami. I could live in Miami. Maybe trade me there. I love New Orleans. I could I could live a life in New Orleans. Do we have a sister station there? Trade me to New Orleans. I don't want to be traded anywhere. So I don't have this in my contract, but my... My trade demand would be I don't want to be traded to anywhere in the city. I already have a job at NBC Sports Chicago, so I'm already there, so you can take them off the trade market. But I don't want to be traded anywhere in the city. If you're going to trade me, trade me to someplace warm. Or, or, here's an idea. I covered the Bears for a really long time. Trade me to NFL Network. They're based in Los Angeles. They just lost Cole Wright. Cole Wright's doing stuff in Marquee. So you make the trade for me. I go out to L.A. and get brown. I mean, I'm pretty brown now, but in the summer, I get real brown. And if I lived in a place that had sun all the time, I'd be super brown. What about if you traded me to uh, the, the, is it the CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Company? I could do hockey all the time. 
Or I could be their guy that does everything else except for hockey. Just put me on the set with the dudes from uh, Punjabi Night Hockey. Let me have Hockey Night Punjabi. Let me hang out with those dudes. Hanarayan Singh, Rondeep Jada, my man. Now I'm really starting to think about this. Where else could I get traded to? Um, trade me to Sirius XM NFL. I could do my show from home. Although it's starting to look like maybe I'm doing the score show from home. Depending on the, how things go with the coronavirus stuff. The idea that a broadcaster can be traded. I, I t- brought this up on the air and it's true. We kind of did a trade at the score a few years ago where Zach Zayman was working for BBM because he was doing the sideline stuff for BBM and Dave Kerner was covering the Bears for us at the score. And we kind of traded the two guys. But here's the thing. That's the same company. At the time, we were CBS Radio. So that's within the same company. I'm talking about sending me to a whole nother. Trade me to GCI. I can intro a record. Here's the latest song by Drake on GCI and triple dot that I. Or I could go over to VAZ and talk about the quiet storm. You're listening to the Sweat Hotel with your host, Keith Sweat. Who have you wronged and who's wronged you? See, I can modulate my voice. We can do all sorts of stuff. All right, so if I am going to get traded to in the city, I want to be traded to an urban music station. That's it. That's the only place that I'll allow. You can't send me over to 1000. You can't send me over to GN. Well, wait a minute. What if they wanted me to do the White Sox over at GN? If they were like, we're going to trade you, And you're going to get to do White Sox games. You could trade me over there for that. All right. So, okay. Here's my list. You can trade me over to WGN if I get to do White Sox games after Ed retires. Okay. You can trade me to JCI or WVAZV 103. In the city. Outside of the city, NFL Network is in play. Our sister station in Miami is in play. Send me to New Orleans. I'll do whatever. And Phoenix. So there. I now have my list of demands for my trade. And maybe like, maybe the score will start thinking about trading me. Because I didn't know this was a thing. And this opens up a whole new can of worms on what it is that I can do career-wise And I'm looking forward to being traded. I got one year contract left. I'm like Chris Bryant, but without arbitration or being under control for two years. So you better trade me before the deadline. Who knew broadcasters could get traded? Thanks for listening.